right, ladies of Purposeful Living Community, this is our podcast, Linking Arms, and this is Nadine McGowan, and it is so good to be here with you today. Our topic for today is living your best life. You know, it is officially 2021. Um, As many of you can relate, 2020 was a very challenging year, and in a lot of ways, we were in survival mode because it felt like Things just kept coming at us. Unexpected things kept coming our way. And so I don't know about you, but for me, it was a really challenging year for me to live my best life because I was truly in survival mode. There was a lot of challenges external that you all could see. And there was a lot of challenges for me internally behind closed doors with my own stuff, my own family, my own health, et cetera. Um, And so the topic for today, and I felt really convicted and really excited to do this as a topic, is living our best life. And even as I say that, I know some of you are there going, really, Nadine, really? I'm barely surviving right now. Like, how do you expect me to live my best life? I'm barely making it. And I just want to say to you, I get it. I can totally relate. It has been the most challenging two, probably two and a half years for me. I have faced a lot of emotions. I have had a lot of grief. I have had a lot of tears. I've cried more probably in the last couple of years than I have probably my whole rest of my life put together. Um, I've also had good moments, but I've been in heavy grief. I've had post-traumatic stress disorder triggers uh, big time. I have struggled with anxiety and depression and I still today, however, want to talk about living our best life because I believe, I believe that we are called to be good stewards of what we have and what we've been entrusted with. And I believe that everything we have in our life is a gift and we are to maximize it. We are to do our best with it. So living your best life, I want to let you know, doesn't necessarily mean living our perfect life. That doesn't necessarily mean that our life has to be perfect and that everything is perfect. Ladies, that is not possible, okay? We live in a broken world and we live with broken people. You don't believe me? Turn on the news, (laughs) right? We live in a broken world and we live with broken people. So living our best life isn't living a perfect life. Living our best life does not equal living a perfect life, which is my first point. I have, I want to say like four, five points, something like that. My first point is we will never, we will never, ever, ever live a perfect life because we live in a broken world and we live with broken people. We were never called or expected to be perfect. I don't know where we get that from as ladies. Like we think we're supposed to be perfect moms and perfect wives and perfect career women and perfect Pinterest ladies and perfect, like, no, 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 no. We were never called or expected to be perfect. That is impossible. There is no such thing as the perfect woman. No such thing. Okay. And if you believe, you know, somebody who's a perfect woman, she's lying to you. (laughs) There's no such thing. There's no such thing as the perfect job. There's no such thing as the perfect husband. There's no such thing as the perfect kids. There's no such thing as the perfect friend or the perfect body or the perfect life. Social media is a liar. 
I know. I go on social media. Sometimes I'm like, oh, her life looks so perfect. And then it makes me feel so bad about my life. But what we're seeing is they're outside. We don't know what they have going on behind closed doors, what they're struggling with. And everybody's got something because we're all human. Okay. So I believe before we can live our best life, we need to accept this truth that our best life does not mean a perfect life. Our best life does not mean a perfect life. And we need to live in truth, not in this unrealistic lie that we'll never be able to measure up to. Because that, quite frankly, is exhausting. Okay, so let's drop this like perfectionism. Let's drop this like, I must be perfect, have everything perfect. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. Settle into it. Let's accept it. Ladies, you don't have to be perfect. And I don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect and I don't have to be perfect and our life doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, if you were perfect, no one would like you. <laughs> okay, because let's be real. There's a couple of people on social media who like their life looks perfect. I actually had to unfollow them because I was like, okay, this is not healthy for me. It's kind of annoying, right? So let's stop trying to be perfect. So living our best life isn't living a perfect life. Okay. I just needed to have that settle in before we really like move forward into how do we live our best life? So our second point, and my second point is living your best life with an emphasis on your, okay. Your best life looks completely different than my best life. It's different for everyone. And it's different in different seasons. In order to live our best life, we need to be clear on what that actually looks like. What does that actually look like? What does my best life actually look like? So I want to challenge you. And if you have a notebook, this is a brilliant time to do it. Um, take out your notebook. I'll kind of walk you through it. We'll do it together right now. If you don't have a notebook right now, maybe you're driving or you're in the shower or whatever, you can just make a note, a mental note. Maybe you can listen to this again when you do have a notebook. We try to keep this short so you can re-listen to them. Okay. So, so let's, let's just take some time to think. Okay. And just jot down, it could be thoughts. It could be sentences. It could be bullet points. It could be just thoughts in your mind. Okay. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect. Stop putting that expectation on yourself. This message doesn't have to be listened to at the perfect time for you to get what you're supposed to get out of it. So wherever you're at is perfect as is. Let's accept it. Okay. So if you were living your best life for you, what would that look like? If you were living, I just want you to think about that. If you were living your best life in this very season that you're in today, what does that look like? What does that feel like? And there's no right or wrong. Whatever comes to mind is great. What does that look and feel like for you emotionally? What do you feel? Do you feel joy or do you feel peace? Or maybe you feel both. And maybe it's neither of those. Maybe it's excitement. Maybe it's contentment. What is your emotional? What does that look like emotionally? What about spiritually? What does your best life look like spiritually? What does that mean for you? Maybe it's going to church once a week. 
Maybe it's journaling daily. Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's reading your Bible. Maybe what does that look like? What does your best life spiritually look like? What does your best life with physical health look like? What does that look like health-wise? Physically, your health. If you were at your best today in this season, what would that look like? What would that feel like? What about your mental health? If you were at your best, if you're living your best life, what does your mental health look like and feel like? What about your relationships? Okay, and you can do your relationships as a whole or you can be specific. What is your marriage relationship, your intimate relationship look like? Because if you're not married, maybe it's a boyfriend. Maybe it's an intimate relationship. And maybe that's not an area or a season for you to focus on. Maybe you're widowed and that's okay. Maybe you're divorced or you're single and you're content. Ladies, let's not let the world or culture decide for us what our best life looks like. Just because everybody else feels like their best life is being with someone, that doesn't mean that's the case for you. Maybe an intimate relationship in this season isn't your best life. Great. Own it. Celebrate it. What is your best life right now look like with with your intimate relationship? What does your best life look like with other key relationships in your in your life? What are those key relationships? If you have children, what does that look like? What does your best life look like with your relationships with your kids today? What about your friends? What about your parents, your siblings, your neighbors, your coworkers? Remember, we're doing your best life, not your sister's best life, not your mom's best life, not what your mom or your dad wants for your life, not what your husband wants or your children want, or it's what is, what does your best life look like? If you are being the best steward of what you have, what does that look like? What about physical appearance? How do you feel about the way you look? Again, we're not looking for perfect here. What does your best look like? What about career? What about finances? What about building wealth? What about serving? What does your best life look like? And I, I can continue down the list. What does traveling look like? What does your free time look like? What do your hobbies look like? I mean, I could I could go on and I'll just pause. Is there anything else that's important to you that I didn't list? That is important, an important piece of your best life. Maybe it's learning and growing. Maybe it's something I don't even know about. I don't know. So what other category is important to you? Take a minute. What's important to you? What's a key ingredient to you living your best life? What are the key ingredients for you living your best life? Now, once you have some clarity, the next step is identifying what matters most, okay? These things are great, but we can't try to do everything at the same time. We can't be everything to everyone. We can't be perfect, right? And so I look at my list and I go, okay, what on this list like kind of feeds the others. Because what I have found is there's simply one or two or maybe even three things that, man, if those one or two or three things aren't right, it affects the rest of my life. Like even if the other stuff is going well, it doesn't matter, okay? So for me, as an example, it's my health, specifically spiritually and mentally, emotionally, 
right? Like if, if my physical health, my spiritual health, my mental health isn't right, it really doesn't matter how well work is going. Cause I'm a mess right now. They do feed each other, but like, I know for me, that is a core for me now for you. It might be different. It might be career because career is an important value for you. There's no right or wrong here. I'm just asking you to try to narrow it down to like what really matters, what matters the most to you. Like, man, I really need this to, to be uh, performing at a high level or a focus or a priority in order for me to be at my best. What's your trump card? Okay. So once you identify what that is, then we take baby steps. Okay. Here's here's my challenge to you and my invitation to you. What is something simple I can do today and keep doing regularly to help me get closer to my best in this category? What is something I can start today? Something so ridiculously simple, so simple. One simple thing I can do to help me get closer to my best. So it's kind of like this. It's like what we just identified is like the clarity of what does our best look like, right? So now we have the direction. We have the bullseye. We have like where we're going, right? So now it's like, okay, what's the next little step? Over break, uh, I'm not really into puzzles, but I got a, a bigger puzzle. It was like 500 or 600 pieces, something like that. And I've never really been into puzzles. And I will tell you, it was a lot easier to work on the puzzle when I knew what the picture was supposed to look like. That really helped me. So that picture, the goal helps us to know, like, what are we focused on? But the way I built the puzzle was one piece at a time, right? It was like one baby piece at a time. So that's what I want to do. I want to break it down to baby basic steps. So as an example, I'll give you a couple of mine. For health, one of the things that I'm trying to do is not drink as much coffee in the morning and to to eliminate or minimize my coffee intake. So what I've done, my baby step is I chop lemons once a week and put them in a Tupperware, okay? And what I do is every morning when I wake up, Instead of going to get a coffee, what I do is I take a mug and I squeeze my lemon in and I add in hot water and I sip on hot water. And it has been amazing how some days I've gone actually without coffee and some days I've just had like a little bit or a decaf and it's actually working. And all I had to do, my baby step was chopping lemons once a week. That's That was my baby step. Because every time I would open the fridge, I would see the lemons. And I was like, oh yeah. My next baby step was to, to actually like implement it in the morning. That's It was that simple and that helped me. Okay, so what is a baby step? Another example is relational with my mom. My mom is out of state. And so it's hard to stay connected. It's easy to have uh, days, sometimes even weeks go by without really having a meaningful connection with my mom, right? We might text or whatever, but it's important for me to have a meaningful connection. And so what we've identified is Thursday's our day. So every Thursday, we try to meaningfully connect on Thursday. And so that's a simple baby step that I have implemented. And she's come alongside where every Thursday we have a meaningful conversation. We truly deeply openly connect and share. And that has been really, really helpful and really effective. Okay. So you can come up with one baby step for each category. You can come up with just one baby step. That's it for now. And then a couple of weeks from now, you add another baby step, right? So What I challenge you to do, though, is keep it simple, keep it easy, keep it 
something that you can win at. Keep it something that that is easy for you to succeed succeed at, okay? Because what happens is when you do that, it builds momentum and then it builds a habit and then it it just becomes part of your life. So as an example, about three and a half, four years ago, I visited a friend in Austin. Jennifer Donald actually is her name. Some of you might know her. And one of the things about Jennifer is she exercises every single day. And I I love that about her. I've always known that about her. But when I was visiting her, she said something to me that really clicked. And she said, exercise for me, Nadine, is about mental health. She said, I do it because it helps me not just physically, but mentally. And so I decided when I got back that I was going to do that for I think I committed for 21 days. I I committed for an extended period of time. It was either 21 days or 30 days. And I said, okay, I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do something active every single day for mental health. And I just committed to that. Here I am almost four years later, ladies. And I now, it is now a habit. It is now part of who I am, part of my life. Like it's just what I do. I work out every single day and I never did that before. And I don't do it to look good or to lose weight or to any of those things. I do it as a help, like to take care. It's like a self-care mental and physical health practice that I do. But it's beautiful because it started as a simple little like baby step that I created of 20 minutes of activity a day. And now it's become a lifestyle because I've done it recurrently over and over and over again. Okay. So pick something, make it simple, do less, not more. Okay. Let's set ourselves up to succeed and let's celebrate the small wins and give yourself grace and patience and be a good finder. I really want to challenge you to be like, what did I do well that I can celebrate? How how am I doing with my pursuit of living my best life? Not my perfect life. But my best life, I want to be able to go to bed every night and say, you know what? I did my best today. It wasn't perfect. And I messed up a lot. And I snapped at my child and I reacted at my husband and I overate some chocolate and I whatever. But you know what? I did my best. Okay. Because that's all we can do. I love New Year's, ladies, because it's a fresh start. And again, I want to invite you to join me in living our best life, whatever that is for you and for me, and for us. To get clear on what you want and what matters most, to come up with some simple baby steps that can turn into habits and systems. And let's just see what happens. Let's play with it. Let's make it a game. And maybe you listen to this once a week, or maybe you're like, no, Nadine, that would drive me nuts. I don't want to hear your voice that much. Maybe that's a system you create. Maybe you listen to something that inspires you once a week. Okay, I can go on and on, but you get the gist. Ladies, thank you for joining me today. You are loved. You are valued. You are cherished. You are enough just as you are. Thank you for hanging with me. Talk to you soon.